Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 100 Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. It is he that made us, and we are his. We are his people, and the people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. Jeremiah chapter 50, verses 17 through 20. Israel is a hunted sheep driven away by lions. First, the king of Assyria devoured it, and now at the end, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon has gnawed its bones. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I'm going to punish the king of Babylon and his land, and I have, as I have punished the king of Assyria. I will restore Israel to its pasture, and it shall feed on Carmel and in Bashan, and in the hills of Ephraim and in Gilead its hunger shall be satisfied. In those days and at that time, says the Lord, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought, and there shall be none and the sins of Judah, and none shall be found. For I will pardon the remnant that I have spared. The Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 31 through 42. The Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus replied, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these are you going to stone me? The Jews answered, It is not for a good work that we are going to stone you, but for blasphemy, because you, the only human being, are making yourself God. Jesus answered, Is it not written in your law, I said you are gods? If those to whom the word of God came were called gods, and the scripture cannot be annulled, can you say that the one whom the Father sanctified and sent into the world is blaspheming because I said I am God's son? If I am not doing the works of my Father, then do not believe me. But if I do them, Even though you do not believe me, believe the works, so that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Then they tried to arrest him again, but he escaped from their hands. He went away across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing earlier, and he remained there. Many came to him, and they were saying, John performed no sign, but everything that John said about this man was true. And many believed in him there. A couple of years ago, um, I was on the cover of Christianity Today magazine, uh, and I didn't know it until it was uh, in print. I had my suspicions, but I didn't know for sure, and uh, I wasn't sure, and I didn't quite know 
uh, in part because of how Christianity Today conducted themselves um, behind what was said to be editorial kind of independence or something. But when it came out, um, maybe my listeners already know this story, but when it came out, um, not only was I on the cover, uh, the title for the cover article was War Torn. And uh, there's a whole lot of back and forth. I, I suspected that they wanted me to kind of play a part. Um, and they told me what they wanted from me. Um, and I told them, no, um, I'm happy to be depicted as I am, uh, realistically. Uh, at the time, I, and I'm still pretty, for the most part, pretty happy. Um, I was living in Scotland. Uh, newly married, um, studying with N.T. Wright. It was pretty cool. Um, but they wanted darkness. They wanted pain. They wanted depression. They wanted post-traumatic stress. Uh, and they didn't want however that expressed in me. They wanted it how they wanted to tell their readers uh, PTSD was. And that set off some back and forth, and there's some uh, argumentation between me and uh, well, Christianity Today, and then me, the author, the subject of the article, which was not me, was a psychiatrist, and a couple of veterans that were also photographed and quoted. The other veterans could back out and have their names and images withdrawn from the online version, but I didn't really, I didn't really have that option. And I was, uh, I managed to um, convince them. Uh, not on its merits, apparently, but because I had them in a difficult position, um, I convinced them to publish a series um, that was written on Christians and soldiers and nuancing the kind of fucked up stereotype that they had propagated. That article series won me an award from some thingy, but again, it wasn't on its merits. It was damage control. Um, that was my lemonade, I guess. And um, that was in 2015, and I was looking to be kind of... I was looking to do stuff in the area that the article was eventually was initially written about in Veterans in the Church, even though this article was about a psychiatrist, not about veterans, uh, certainly not about me. Um, and then recently I discovered that that cover article... Um, was being used to ask for subscriptions. It's actually about a year ago this month. And that I was not okay with because it was still using this war-torn crap with my face. Um, and I, I just didn't realize that, oh yeah, they're going to, you know, any article that someone tries to access behind the paywall for that issue, they're going to slam them with my face and war-torn and um, and that's actually how I found out about it. It was a friend of mine doing research, and it came up, one of the articles in that issue came up, and they're like, oh, hey, what the fuck are you doing here? Um, and so that set off uh, a series of demands that I made to Christianity Today to remove my image, my likeness, um, from all their online stuff, because not only did they never get my permission to um, use it in the way that they used it, I also never gave them permission to use my likeness to ask for money. Um, and I think I, I may have tweeted some of this stuff out. And uh, very recently, uh, a lawyer 
you know, was talking to me and it kind of brought it back up and I went ahead and looked online and sure enough, all those images had disappeared. So if you look for the June 2015 issue of Christianity Today, it's that same title, but now it's this camouflage pattern. And, you know, it's it's photoshopped and looks nice, like it would have been a cover, and I've been written out, which is precisely what I asked for. Um, and I, I've, like, I learned this literally like two days ago, and this reading from the gospel today made me think of it, and I don't know why. Um, in uh, Luke 3, this, uh, th- there's a, a passage from scripture that gets trotted out in these violence debates in the church and it's you know um john the baptizer doesn't tell soldiers stop being soldiers he tells them don't extort people for money and this argument from silence is supposed to be justification of christian violence or something and i i kind of dug into that i wrote an uh a medium post about um what the soldiers probably were um but that 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 moment uh of Jesus being baptized and this conversation that was going on was important to me. And in the in the gospel reading today, um, he's challenged and he gets, uh, you know, kind of gets in his back and forth about, you know, what's right. And it's clearly strategic. Like, he doesn't say, no, you're wrong, I'm right. He's like, and he, he others, uh, uh, the Jews, he says, if it weren't written in your law, as in third person plural, or second person plural, I suppose, not we, our law, but your law. And uh, that seems strange. I have this note written on above my desk um, from my wife. I, I've crossed out but and put and, and then should and must and put could and ought to kind of keep an open mind and not be cynical or pessimistic. Um, and it's just, and she, and Laura often reminds me that the church is always we, um, you know, it's not like, even though I am a soul, I'm a veteran and most Christians are civilian, it's still a we, whether we like it or not. Um, and, uh, so Jesus has this odd moment of feeling, maybe feeling put in a corner and trying to work his way very, very carefully out, uh, as why, you know as wisely as he can, like a serpent. Um, because I I get sick and fucking tired of this Christian impulse to be, like, better than thou and genteel and fragile and, like, we don't cuss as though that's the most important thing. Um, there's... Th- th- this moment seems like a triumph, or it seems like at least a small win... Um, and they try to arrest him again, but he escapes from their hands. And he goes back to this place where John the Bab- John had been baptizing earlier, and he remained there. And, at, you know, at first glance, doesn't I don't really know what to do with this passage, but it goes on. Many came to him, his supporters probably, Jesus' friends and followers, and they were saying, John performed no sign, but everything that John said about this man was true. And it's like, look, You've done more than John, and uh, of course we believe you and we trust you and we follow you, um, and we believe what you're saying. Indeed, it, the last line is many believed in him there. Um, 
it seemed like Jesus is getting a pick-me-up from the crowd following this difficult back and forth, this, um, you know, what's the best thing to do? How do I keep uh, honest and, and maintain my integrity, but also show that our tradition, that our beliefs have some flex and it seems to me it's a slip. He says, isn't it written in your law? Well, clearly it's his law if he's the son of God and he is God. Like, no, fuck you. It's my law and you're fucking mortal humans. <laughs> um, but he doesn't. He gets he gets upset and frustrated. And I think he slips. Um, I think he... Um, I think that Jesus reflecting on this, if it's true, I think that he might see this as a small defeat. Even though they tried to arrest him and he escaped, like... I think I think that violates the integrity of who Jesus intended to be without violating who Jesus truly was. Um, and I say that to mean like it's okay to be messy. It's okay to be angry sometimes. Um, and I, I don't know why this, sto- this story with Christianity Today comes up to me, but um, other than like it just happened like a couple of days ago that, that they, I found out that they were there. Um, but that, uh, I was angry. I'm really angry. And I wasn't supposed to talk to lawyers. I wasn't supposed to, um, be upset. And I wasn't supposed to take ownership over my own likeness. I'm supposed to be all giving, you know, Christians are supposed to be sacrificial. And sometimes, no, that can be used. That That's horribly abusive. And sometimes we do get angry. Uh, Jesus gets angry and it's not just the flipping of the tables in the temple, there are plenty of other times. I think this is one of them um, where we sh- see what it means that Jesus is truly human, um, that he forgets for a moment that he's there precisely for those people who took up stones against him. Um, and he gets snarky. I've shown you good works from the Father. Which one of these are you going to stone me for? He's kind of snarky and punchy and like, you know, not... Uh, gentle and like whatever, but he's also not like, he's clearly not picking a fight. And there's this difficult balance between um, being the person you want to be, whether that's the white knight on a fucking white horse, um, and being the person that, that you should be and can be and were created to be when you're sitting on the back of a smelly ass fucking donkey and like people are throwing their clothes in front of you. Um, and then just one week later, they turn around and yell, crucify you. Like, this is what it means to be human. Um, and this is what it means, clearly, to be God as well. Um, and this is exactly what they are getting upset about, that he is drawing these di- direct parallels between God and humanity. Um, in fact, that his Jesus' divinity is precisely what's, question, what's at, at the heart of it. Can, can God slip? and be upset and show emotion and be vulnerable, even though God is the one person, the one entity, um, that no matter how vulnerable they they are, you won't break them. Um, and I, I don't know, I think that's just a difficult but beautiful moment to inhabit, um, to look at this passage as um, as something that's deeply human.
Memory, a poem by Siegfried Sassoon. When I was young, my heart and head were light, and I was gay and feckless as a colt. Out in the fields, with morning in the May, wind on the grass, wings in the orchard bloom. Oh, thrilling sweet my joy when life was free, and all the paths led on from Hawthorne time, across the caroling meadows into June. But now my heart is heavy laden. I sit, burning my dreams away beside the fire, for death has made me wise and bitter and strong, and I am rich in all that I have lost. O、oh, starshine on the fields of long ago, bring me the darkness and the nightingale, dim wields of vanished summer, peace of home, and silence, and the faces of my friends. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's first formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at Anchor.fm/firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second. You can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it: three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family, semper familia. <laughs>